right, we are back in the Champions League. Welcome to the United Cast, it's Entertainment Talks podcast for Man United and football. And today I'm here to talk about Man United's uh, 38th and final game of the 19-20 Premier League season. A 2-0 away a win to Leicester at the King Power Stadium, I believe the ground is called. Um, not a great performance. This is one of those games where you get the job done. But you don't do it well, necessarily. Am I happy we're third in the Premier League? Of course. Am I happy that we're back in the Champions League next season? Of course. Am I happy that we won 2-0? Of course, yeah. I'm happy about all those things. I'm happy about the intent from the players, the mental, sorry, the mentality of the team that was gone. No, none of that was good in, in this game. Um, We showed some intent at some points, but look, when when you are... Playing for a massive club like Manchester United. Yes, we've had a rough seven years since Sir Alex Ferguson left. Of course, we, we've still won a couple of things. We haven't won the league, which has been the big sort of miss and all that. And we haven't won the Champions League for even longer. But when you're a Manchester United player and you put that shirt on, and you know that okay, you can get a draw here if the other team, if another team loses, that team called Chelsea, uh, or if you draw and then they draw or whatever. Yes, if you if you draw, you might still achieve what you're trying to achieve in this game. But don't you want to go out and win? When when you put on that Manchester United shirt, which and you think of all like they they, they must think about this every time they put on that shirt, no matter who it is, no matter if it's De Gea, Greenwood, Martial, Fred, McTominay, Lingard, uh, William, whoever it is, Williams, Maguire, especially with Maguire, because then he puts the uh, captain's armband on, and and surely with Maguire as well. You must think about like, okay, the privilege to wear not only this shirt but the armband on top of it, and all the all the amazing players that have done that for Manchester United. When you when you pull that shirt on and you've got that badge there, and then you think like, okay, if we do go out and win, it doesn't matter about the other match. And then if we win, we get this team back into the Champions League, which is the main goal for the season. I just would have thought that the players would have tried a bit harder, you know. I I don't like complaining when we win, and I'm not I'm not complaining about the win. I'm complaining about the performance because it wasn't good enough. So it's it's always a strange position to be in, like you know when we when we played against Palace and we won two 0 but we didn't play very well, or in some of the other games as well. But yeah, when you put on that Manchester United shirt and you think, okay, if if we win, it doesn't matter about the other results, and we can have our destiny in our own hands. And we can put ourselves back into the Champions League next season, which will attract more players to the club, club, which will build onto the team, which will build onto what we've we've been doing this season. And you just go out and you just you just have a performance like that. It's not good enough. And um, he, yeah, it's it's just a bit weird, isn't it? Um, so a lot of people have been saying about like, oh, there's too many games being played. These players are physically tired. Well, it hasn't affected certain other teams that have gone on and won lots of games in a row or. Liverpool, who have done amazing things this season. Look, I I hate Liverpool Football Club. Don't get me wrong, but I can't sim- sit back and say they didn't do this well th- this season. They obviously did. They got ninety nine points and won the league by quite a mile. So yes, I hate the club, but I can't be that biased and say you know that they haven't achieved this season because they have. And they played the same amount of games as as we did this season. They played, uh, you know, almost almost two league games a week or, or whatever. Um, and they smashed the league this season, and we should be we should be doing that as well. We we just haven't. But 
you know, but regardless of all the all the negativity that I've kind of opened up on here, um, we won two 0 We got a penalty. Lingard scored a goal, which I thought was was a little funny, but um, we got the job done in the end. And all we can focus on now is look. We are still in the Europa League. We could actually still win a trophy this season, which is good. That's a very good positive thing. Yes, it's not the Champions League, but we can't do anything about that this season, apart from qualifying for next year's Champions League, which we've gone out and done. Did we do it as well as we could have? No, but we 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 got the job done in quotes. You know, um, if I was sitting here and we we're fifth in the in the league, then we haven't done our, done our job. I did actually want us to finish third, and not fourth, just so that we didn't have to play that qualifying game and that kind of niggling away at us or whatever. But uh, no, we finished third. We do go straight into the uh, group stage draw. I don't know when that's going to be. Obviously, they still got to finish off the uh, other European games this season, uh, Champions League and Europa League as well, I believe everyone's at the quarterfinal stage, if I remember rightly, it's been a long time, it was March last time that we uh, played any European football, I think it was the, the, the quarterfinal though, it was that LASK game, wasn't it, uh, the, the 5-0, so I remember the match and all that, but um, yeah, at the end of the day, we've qualified for the Champions League, we've got the job done, we didn't do it convincingly, um, there's players I've got big question marks over, um, mainly, I mean, I I'll, I won't save it till the player ratings, I'll get into it now. Harry Maguire, I'm fed up with him. Um, I just don't really know why, okay, why, why, why is he the captain of Manchester United? I know we don't have a lot of other options per se, De Gea was captain and then he said some stuff about the club and it got stripped away from him or whatever. You've got Pogba and, um, Bruno out there. Uh, they're both leaders. I don't want one of them to be the captain because they've already got enough creative pressure on them. So to put more pressure on the two of them I think is the wrong decision. I don't know who I would necessarily pick as captain. Maybe somebody like Matic. I don't really know. Because um, everybody else like Greenwood's young, Rashford's young, Martial's young, Williams is young, Lindelof I don't think is captain material, Wan-Bissaka's young. Um, De Gea's already had it, Maguire's currently got it. I just... I'm try. I look at Maguire, and not only do I think he's been, I don't think he's been good enough these last five or six games or so. Um, but I just look at him and I think, okay, I'm not like trying to put him down or whatever. But why is he the captain of Manchester United? I, I, I don't know, and I've not found out an answer. Um, maybe it's just the next logical choice they wanted to go with. I'm, I'm not really sure, but. Yeah, at the end of the day, you know, we're still in the cup competition, the Europa League uh, next month. Hopefully that kicks back off um, and we can hopefully go and win that. That would be great to to, to, to win that competition and stuff. Uh, we finished third. We're back in the Champions League next season. Yes, we we failed in the FA Cup. We failed in the Carabao Cup as well. Um, but, you know, hope, just I've got this in the back of my mind kind of hope at the moment of... Um, okay, we finished third, we're back in the Champions League, we don't have to play that, that qualifying game next season. Can we please sort this squad out now? Because that's the next big step. Whether or not Oli's good enough for the job, we'll find out. I think I think next season's going to be a defining season for him. Now that he's kind of, he's got some signings in, he's got another window of chance to, 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 uh, to strengthen this squad. And granted, it's not all up to him. If, if the Glazers don't want us to buy someone, it's not going to happen. It's as simple as that. So we can go out and say like, oh, can we get Van Der Beek or Sancho or this player or that player or whatever. If the asking price is too high and the Glazers don't want to, Glazers, whatever their name is, uh, yeah, Glazers, if they don't want to buy that player, it won't happen. 
it's it's as simple as that because we know what they're like with money but you just kind of hope in the back of your mind you know what i mean about like okay we're back in the champions league we've had we, we we're settled with this manager we're settled with certain players like Bruno's here now, he's been settled for a while, Pogba's back, things seem to be good with him, Matic has signed a new contract, um, there, there's some things going for this team, but it's just a case like, okay, can we take out a bit more of the dead wood and really bring in some, some new talent? Um, I've already said before about, okay, Lingard needs to go, Pereira, Jones, um, when Sanchez and Smalling come back from their loan, I'd like to see Smalling given another chance. I've heard he's done pretty well at Aroma, and I never had a problem with Smalling before anyway, so I was a bit confused at first when we, um, put him out on loan. Um, I thought that should have been Jones instead of Smalling, so I'd actually welcome Smalling back, but not Sanchez. You've got to get rid of Sanchez as well. You, you've got to get rid of, especially considering Sanchez's wages, 400,000, um, you got to go and sort that out. You you can't you can't let him come back into this team and just be rinsing us out for money every week four hundred thousand because uh, those those wages could pay for probably three other two or three other players um, to come into the squad. Like if if we do get go out and get Sancho and I'm I'm um, cautiously optimistic about that. Depending on the transfer fee, you could use some of that some of those wages, some of Sanchez's wages, or some of Lingard's or whatever, or Pereira's or Jones's. Uh, go out and get Sancho and these other players and just, you know, we'll, we'll still probably end up paying the same amount of wages, but just on different players is what we need to do. So I'm I'm cautiously, cautiously optimistic, you know, about the transfer window this season. So we'll see how that goes. But nonetheless, the game itself, um, I, I yeah, like I said, I don't think we played particularly well. Um, we got the job done. Uh, let's talk about the goals as well. I've talked enough about the performance in next season and whatnot. Um, I thought it was obviously a penalty. Evans does get some of the ball, but Morgan also fouls Martial, so it's almost a double foul in a way. Uh, like if ever if Morgan isn't there and Evans tackles Martial and he does win the ball, then that's not a penalty. But both of them kind of go on in on him in onto Martial, and uh, Morgan fouls him more than Evans does. I'll say. Uh, penalties put away by Bruno Fernandes. So that was good. Um, I mean. If if Evans and Morgan. Aren't caught up to Martial at that point. I trust that Martial probably scores anyway. So. That's 1-0. Um, what other things were. Yeah. Uh, Lingard's goal. I mean. It's cool. You know. Um, does it mean that Lingard's got a future at Manchester United? No. Does it mean that Lingard's a better player? No. Am I happy that he scored? Sure. You know, it was a bit of a late sort of consolation goal, 98th minute sort of thing. But, you know, he, he seemed happy. The team was in good spirits. He scored. We celebrated the win. And we knew that we were definitely clear at that point. I mean, we pretty much were at that point. But it was one of them It was one of them last-minute goals that, like, even though we didn't need the goal, it's a nice, like, cele- celebratory... Celebratory? It's a nice celebration at the end of the... It's, it's a, the last goal of the season. We're into the Champions League. We were 1-0 up anyway. It's, you, you know, I, I, I've expressed before, like, I don't think Lingard's good enough for this team and all that sort of thing. I think he should, it's time for him to move on. He's been here for a long, long time. But am I going to give him stick for scoring a goal that doesn't really matter? No, he scored a good goal. It was, you know, it was it was a good kind of, it was a good moment, wasn't it? You know, I'm not going to take that away from him or whatever. Um, I think that would be a little bit wrong and a little bit weird. Uh, just because I don't like the player doesn't mean that, like... Because, you know, he scores, then the camera goes around on the other players. They're celebrating. We're in the Champions League. Ole's happy. And I don't need to take that away from the team. You know, he scored the goal. It, it's 
it's it is what it is. It's cool. Um, it was an interesting goal. I did think that you know he tackles, he takes the ball off of I think it's Schmeichel. Um, kind of goes round him a bit and has a relatively open goal. Um, you know every player on this squad should score that. But yeah, you know, I'm I'm trying to just be positive here about Lingard's goal. It it was a goal. I don't think Lingard's got a future. I think he should still. Uh, I mean, look, in Lingard's eyes, right? You haven't played well for seasons. You you scored a good goal a few seasons ago in the FA Cup to win it for Manchester United. That's that's probably the highlight of Lingard's career, and that's actually quite a good one. You know, it was it was a goal that actually won a trophy. You know, he he. We've always kind of we've got that. If there's anything positive to take from Lingard. He scored that winning goal in the FA Cup. That's his greatest Manchester United moment. And he scored a goal in the last minute of the season to kick off a celebration that gets us... Um, well, we were already going to be third because we were already, already going to win one now. But it's another goal to add to the game that we win that gets us into the Champions League. I think if I'm Lingard at that point... I mean, granted, he might want to be stay quiet and then just try and stay at this club and get as many minutes as he can... If I'm Lingard and I'm thinking like, okay, it's probably everyone knows it's probably time for him to move on. Like, I'm not, I'm really not trying to be ne- negative. I'm just trying to be realistic and look at the situation and that. And he's what like 28, 29, and he's just not done much for a lot of seasons. If I'm Lingard, I think okay, that's a great, mo- that's a that's probably a great final Premier League moment with my team. I've scored a goal. It's not one that wins the game, but it's the one that pushes the scoreline forward. It's a it's not a winning goal, it's a goal that creates a last minute celebration in the season to where we're going to be third and we're going to be in the Champions League. I think that's that's about as best as an exit point for Lingard as I think he could probably get. Um, granted, if it's nil-nil at that point and he scores, that goal means a whole lot more. But it just creates for him this this last this last kind of hope, hopefully goal for him. I mean, you know, he he might play some games in the Europa League. I don't know, but at least possibly in terms of his Premier League Manchester United career, I think that's a good last moment for him. You know, like I I'm I'm really trying to just like not like, you know, I'm I'm trying to just be positive here. He he, he scored a well-meaning goal which created a nice moment, which puts us in the Champions League. And I think that's a good good last moment for him. So uh, that's pretty much all my thoughts on the performance. Like I said, I always like to get into specifics with uh, player ratings. So I'll see you for that in a minute. Hey guys, what's up? This is Donnie and I host the Adulting with Donnie podcast. And this is not the show to listen to if you're trying to be a better adult. I started this podcast as a way to offload some thoughts uh, that I have throughout the week. My topics vary widely every week. Movies I've seen, guns and gun control, sex, people that are stupid, why I don't care about celebrity opinions, TV shows, snowmobiling. The list goes on and on. I'm always taking topic suggestions from fans of the show too. So join me each week on Adulting with Donnie as I pour some bourbon and allow you to see the inner workings of the mind of a madman. Live free and rant hard. I'm Christy. And I'm Jackie. And we are Killer Fun. We explore the intersection of crime and entertainment every other week. For as long as people have been communicating, they have been talking about who did what to whom, and is that socially acceptable? Because the boundaries of society, crime, and entertainment have always gone hand in hand. The more salacious, weird, the better. From books and movies, to television shows and games, we look at how life and art imitate and inform one another. And we can't get together and not laugh. So let's face it. 
there's going to be laughing. <laughs> Killer Fun is available anywhere you listen to podcasts. So join us. Today's sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use, which is in the bottom right hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk, sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon, there's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past. And get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcasts. You can also become a patron at the $3 level tier. That gets you access to ad-free podcasts and allows you to redeem a review of a TV show or a film of entirely your choice. That's one per month for either a TV show or a film review, which is at the $3 level tier. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Alright, recently on Entertainment Talk, let me scroll down on the website here. Uh, Gaming Talk last week, uh, Microsoft did their Xbox Game Showcase where they, well, showed off a bunch of new games, hence it being called a Game Showcase. Uh, Showed off some more of Halo, showed some new IP, showed the return of Fable, at least in a little sort of teaser trailer kind of thing, uh, and a whole bunch of other stuff as well. Um, Jeff Keighley, who hosts hosts the Game Awards, he did a hands-on demo with the PS5's DualSense, that's the going be what the controller is going to be called for the PlayStation 5 when it comes out later this year. So we talked about that. I uh, talked about there being um, over 100 levels in Crash Bandicoot 4. Uh, it's about time, which is going to be released in October. So I talked a little bit more about that. Uh, me and Robert both gave our Ghost of Tsushima spoiler-free impressions. At that point, I'd played about, I think it was 4 or 5 hours, and Robert has played around 20. So we gave some impressions on that. And we will do so again this week, so have a look out for that. And a bunch of other stuff that we talked about there as well, so you can look out for that. Uh, Two TV season reviews that I did, uh, one for Stateless, which is a mini-series, a limited series on Netflix, all about um, border control, refugees, asylum seekers, those sorts of characters, or those sorts of people, sorry. Um... And uh, that's a limited miniseries on Netflix, uh, starring Yvonne Strahovski, who's been in Dexter, Chuck, 24 Live Another Day, and uh, Handmaid's Tale as well, so you can look out for that. Uh, I gave that a Don't Skip rating. Another TV season review, which I gave a a Don't Skip rating for, is Season 1 of Curse. This is the fantasy Arthurian legend TV show... uh, which has got a character called Nimue in there instead. Uh, and she's played by Catherine Langford from 13 Reasons Why and Love, Simon, I think she was in as well. Uh, gave that a Don't Skip rating for its first season. Both of those season reviews, by the way, are spoiler-free. So you can have a look out for those. Uh, Classic Reviews is still continuing on every Wednesday. Uh, season 4, Episode 7 last week was for The Cable Guy. And there will be a new episode on Wednesday. It will be for Episode 8. So look out for that. That's the Jim Carrey season as well um what else have we got here uh dumb and dumber was last week's classic reviews episode so you can have a look out for that uh, we did a tv talk 
uh, episode, which is a pilot watch type of thing. Um, Robert gave me a show to watch, and I gave him a show to watch. I gave him Unbelievable, which is a Netflix original limited uh, miniseries, and he gave me The King's Avatar to watch, which isn't a Netflix original, but it is available on uh, the US and UK version of Netflix. So there's that as well, and that's pretty much what we've been up to on entertainmenttalk.org and on podcast platforms. Let's go back to the players. David De Gea uh, made a couple of really good saves actually. Um, there was a particular mistake from I think it was Maguire. I think so. Uh, someone and then he made a, a fairly decent save. He didn't let any goals in so I'm going to give him a 9. Didn't do too much wrong in this game. He did a couple of little bits and pieces there that maybe weren't quite great. Hence I've given him a 9 and not a 10. But I thought he had a very 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 good game. And um, so that was good as well. Wambasaka, I never know what to give the defenders unless they're the centre backs. Um Wambasaka, thought we got forward all rights. I don't think he defended as well in this game. I still thought he had a good game. Um a couple of times he just got sort of done in uh you know defensively and, and whatnot, which is not quite like him to be honest. He's he's usually pretty good with that. But uh, I thought we got forward all right. I'll give him a six an average performance I thought he had so there's that Lindelof I do think was the better out of the pair of uh, the centre-backs I'm gonna give Lindelof an eight I thought we did some fairly good things I thought we cleared the ball well and and did some good tackles and whatnot I thought we had a good game Maguire I'm gonna give a four I'm just uh, like I said I'm just I'm I'm getting fed up with him and when you buy an 80 million pound well, not prospect player because he's got experience in that. An eighty million pound promising player who comes in as your captain in the first season. I, I just expect more from Maguire at certain points, and I just don't think he's really delivering on those expectations. At least on my expectations, I'm only here to give my opinion and whatnot. So, yeah, he's just he's just uh, he almost looks scared to tackle at certain points. Like if you watch him, he he does um he jockeys too much. He, I, I don't know, he, he, like, you can jockey and then you're supposed to put a foot in. I just don't see him putting a foot in enough, and it, and it annoys me, because I think you're, you're the, you're the, the leader of this team, captain-wise, obviously, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is the manager, but you're the leader of this team, you're supposed to sort of set an example of, like, okay, this is how it's done. I just don't think he's doing that at all, like, at all. Um... And it's just, it's a, it's a bit of a concern for me. The fact that we've given him the captain's armband. Maybe it's too much pressure for him in his first... I'm, I'm just trying to figure out reasons as to why I think he's playing like that. Um, maybe it is too much pressure. You know, you go into it... You might, going from, you know, Leicester have won the Premier League and all that. It's been great for them. But when you go from Leicester to Manchester United... And you're given the captain's armband in the first season. Some players would take that in their stride and do really well, but... To me, he just hasn't. And I'm not talking about, like, all season. Just the last, sort of, five games or so. He's he's concerned me a bit with his performance. Um, so, I don't know. I, I've got to give him a four. I can't give him any higher than that. Because I just don't think he had a good game. Williams, I don't think he had a great game either. I thought he had a slightly, very slightly better game than, than Maguire. Um, I just think maybe, I don't know. He, he looked exhausted in the last game. Again, I've, I'm not giving these players fatigue excuses uh i think they they are mentally tired in a certain way and particularly with this specific lineup you know we've got the match the match pogba bruno rashford 
I think he's played that team too many times and he's not rotated the team enough. And granted, he's, Williams and Shaw have been getting changed over a fair bit recently. Um, but I don't know. There's there's some sort of mental fatigue problem with this team. And um, Williams was one of the uh, culprits for that, unfortunately. I, I still think he's a great player. Look, he's, what, like 19 or something? Um, I still think he's done really well this season, but just not in this game particularly. I'll, I'll give him a 5. I thought he had a better game than Maguire, but not by too much. Uh, Pogba, I thought Pogba had a really good game today. Uh, not excellent, but really good. Uh, I'm going to give him an 8. I think he had a very, very good game. Um, just, yeah, I mean, there's a particular part in this game where he did this little skill move kind of thing. He passed the ball through to, I think it was Bruno, and then he passed it through to Martial or something. Or maybe it was Greenwood or somebody. But there was this little bit of skill he did at the edge of the box. And, um... I thought, yeah, he's he's good in in moments like that. He is a world class player. Um, you know, I'm 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 I've completely switched round to where like, okay, he definitely seems settled now. There doesn't seem to be like the transfer talk on him has has gone. Uh, I'm not hearing anything about like, oh, he might go to Juventus or Real Madrid and whatnot. And I've said before, I I think I said it. I th- I think it was two or three games ago. Now is the time to sort out his contract. Now particularly because the season's finished, but. He's got one year left on his contract because the season's finished now. I know we've still got some of it left, but the Premier League season is finished. His contract runs out next year. We've got to get that sorted out as soon as possible. If he leaves on a free, that's going to be a disaster. Um, I don't think he's going to leave on a free necessarily, but you, you never quite know with football. But yeah, I, I was impressed with him again today. I'll give him an 8. Matic was slightly better than last week's uh, last week's uh, the previous game where he just was was too slow. I think it was yeah it was the West Ham game wasn't it? It was Chelsea three one when we lost the yeah, end in West Ham. Um, excuse me. Um, I thought he was a bit quicker today. I thought that uh, yeah, just he was he was slightly better today. I thought he was a little bit quicker on the ball. He does kind of calm the game down, but sometimes he just can do it too slowly. And I get that Matic isn't a fast player, but there's a difference between being slow, well, not being fast and just being, you know, slow, I suppose so. But yeah, I'll give Matic, I'll give him a 7. I thought he had a good game. Uh, Greenwood, I thought, was good again today, uh, good again yesterday. Um, I just think he continues to show a lot of promise. There was this particular little thing he did. I don't know how many people will notice it or remember or whatever. Leicester had the ball near our box, and, um... The ball went over to yeah the right hand side, and for some reason he was on the edge of our box instead of on the edge of their box. But good tracking back on that, I suppose, for the, for the right winger. And um, the ball came over to him, and there was a Le- uh, there was a Leicester player near him, and he just did this little flick. I think the I think he passed the ball maybe to Maguire or to Lindelof or somebody, but he passed the ball very slightly backwards to this player who was next to him, and that player then cleared it. And it's just little things like that to where like. Okay, you know, he's he's scoring really good goals. He's showing a bit of a little bit of defensive capability there. And I I I think to me I I think myself, sorry. I don't think he should be playing on the right wing. I think he should play, be playing right up front. But then you get into the conversation about like okay, do you drop Martial? No, not really, but do you play Greenwood up front? Yeah, probably. Um does that mean you put Greenwood on the bench and then swap him later for Martial? I don't think so, but 
that's what you need in the team. You need that competition, and that's that's. I, I spoke earlier about um, squad depth and needing to sort this team out in the summer. We need a lot more competition and squad depth here. Uh, to challenge the likes of, yeah, Martial, and, I mean, even our best players, even, you know, if you give competition to Bruno and Pogba and um, some of the other really great players in this team, uh, that's probably what we need, so uh, that would be good as well, but yeah, I thought Greenwood had a very good game, I will give him an 8, I do know who my man of the match is, so don't worry about that, uh, Bruno Fernandes uh, scored the penalty, of course, scored another goal for Manchester United, I thought he had a good game, uh, a relatively good game, again, he's, it's, it's, it's a bit weird when I say, okay, Bruno's had a good or a bad game, because I have said before about him having bad games. It's it's still this weird thing with Bruno, where he does these really awful passes. He does. These, these like, long, attempt, long ball attempted bad passes. But then when he gets them right, it often creates a goal-scoring chance. It's, it's like something, I don't want to say I've never seen it before, because I probably have, but can't particularly remember, but it's very rare that that happens at least in this team at the moment a player who will just try those ambitious passes and if if he loses the ball he will go and try and win it back and obviously the team will try and win it back but oftentimes he will do those passes and they will create goal scoring opportunities so it's a it's a 50 50 situation but one half of that 50 you really like and one half of it you, you kind of don't i'll give bruno I'll give him a seven. I thought he had a, a good game and above average kind of performance, but it wasn't. He wasn't excellent necessarily today. Uh, Rashford, look, I don't know what's going on with Rashford. There's been some talk about like, oh, PSG are interested in him. I don't want him to leave. I think he's having a rough spell at the moment. He did score a couple of games ago, and I did kind of say about like, okay, if Rashford gets a goal to himself, a goal for himself, it will raise his confidence a bit. It kind of happened temporarily, and then he's kind of gone back to what he was before. I don't know, maybe he's burned out again. Maybe something from his injury is niggling him. I'm not really sure. He's sort of trying to do certain things. They're just not really working. Um, so I, I don't know what's going on with Rashford, but I hope it improves him. Because I really like Rashford. I think he's a great player. I think he's a great young prospect kind of player still. Uh, who scored some big goals for Manchester United. But... Um, yeah, something's just a little bit off of them. Not quite sure what it was. Hopefully he's not got PSG on his mind because I don't want him to go. Uh, it was a kind of rumour thing I sort of read that like PSG is sort of interested in. But I'm, I'm sure PSG would, would be interested in him. So I've also heard I heard someone say like, oh, if he wants to go to PSG, so it should be swapping with Neymar. <laughs> no, I don't want Neymar. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah. When, when people look at the best players in the world and they go Ronaldo, Messi, Neymar. Neymar's not in that conversation to me. Um, yeah, he's he's just not. Um, Messi and Ronaldo are, I think, definitely Ronaldo. Uh, sometimes I'm not sure about Messi, but not not Neymar. No, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't swap Rashford for Neymar. Definitely not. So, uh, especially not not a, a player who somehow costs two hundred million. How does Neymar cost two hundred? I. Yeah, I'm not I'm not seeing it myself. So maybe I haven't seen enough of him. Maybe I've not seen enough of his good goals. But no, nah, no, nah, I don't want I don't want Neymar. Even if even if it's like, yeah, no, I don't want him. So anyway, uh, my man of the match is Anthony Martial. Another good game for him. Um, I thought he he does he does some really good hold up play. He does some really good passing. I was gonna say on and off the ball, but that wouldn't make sense. Some good movement off the ball. Some good passing. And, uh, yeah, overall, I was, I was pretty impressed with him. That's the second game I've given him the man of the match where he hasn't even scored. But, 
like I said, even for a striker, you don't have to score to get man of the match. It's it's not a rule, you know. But uh, anyway, uh, but I think that's enough for this episode of the United Cast. I'll be back. I'm not sure. I haven't seen any dates set for the Europa League. Cause that's the only games that are left for the season now. And in the season, does the Premier League season, the 20 to 21 season, does kick off in September. Uh, there was a date given, but uh, I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait for the fixtures to come out and whatnot because we got to wait for the fixtures. We got to wait to see the new kits as well. I did see a picture of the Arsenal kit the other day, but I forgot what it looked like because I didn't really care. Um, so that's pretty much it for the season uh, until you know Europa League. So there will be a little bit of a break in the podcast. There's no midweek game for me to cover this week. Um, but yeah, the next because uh, we're not in the FA Cup final, obviously. I think that's on Saturday. I'm pretty sure. Um, but yeah, whenever we return for the Europa League, that's when I'll be back. That will be likely on Thursday nights again. Um, although maybe because they're trying to speed up the fixtures a little bit, maybe that will be Thursdays and like I don't know. Because you got to me, what it seems like they're doing is okay. July end of end of Premier League season, 27th of July today. Um, August is going to be finishing off Champions League and Europa League. Uh, I believe that I think they're all in the quarterfinals and that. Uh, so finish off all those games. Obviously, you know, final have a winner and all that. And then September the season starts again. And then if I'm not mistaken, usually October is when the Champions League comes back. So yeah, it's going to be kind of back to back football for a little bit here. Apart from you know, not so much this week, but. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for the Premier League season. I've covered every single game of this Premier League season, which is weird. Um, it's been a good season. We achieved what we wanted to. We got top four. We got top three, in fact, which is which is even better. I'm just. I know it might not seem like a big deal. I'm just glad we don't have to play that qualifying game because then that means another two games of like, okay, can we do it, sort of thing. Uh, but we do go straight into the group stage. I'll of course talk about the draw when that does happen. Um, and uh, everything else that happens with Manchester United. So and transfers, whenever I don't know when the transfer window is supposed to open. Usually it'd be open now, wouldn't it? Because usually the season ends in May, June they get off, um, July, and then August is usually the uh, transfer window. And we're at the end of August, uh, at, at the end of July. Sorry, so I don't know. But uh, yeah, I'll cover any you know who we get in uh, next rounds of the Europa League and Champions League draw fixtures for next season. I'll have a look at the kits when they come out transfers that sort of stuff so yeah i'll keep an eye on all of it so uh have a look out for that on the united cast in the future uh if you have any thoughts feelings questions comments or anything related to manchester united or anything related to entertainment talk matthew at entertainment talk.org twitter etalk uk there's a contact page and information in your show notes as well so get involved as well that would be really cool who do you think we can get in the summer it's kind of a guessing game isn't it because we don't really know what's going to happen but uh hopefully we do get sancho and we can strengthen this team a bit. So we shall see. But thank you everybody very much for listening. You can find everything that we've got on entertainmenttalk.org. If you want to support the podcast and support Entertainment Talk. We're on Patreon. You can have a look at the $1 and $3 level tiers. Amazon affiliate link. That's where you can shop on Amazon. We can get a small cut of what you spend. But it won't cost you extra. iTunes feed. You can rate, review and subscribe to those. Uh, just search for Entertainment Talk. You can also search for Geek Town on iTunes as well, that's for your up-to-date and reliable TV and film news from David on Geek Town. Uh, Geek Town Radio is on Tuesdays and it's also available on geektown.co.uk for all your up-to-date, reliable TV and film news. Bex is streaming quite often at the moment on Twitch every day, uh, so go and check her out over there, Trista Bytes, B-Y-T-E-S. Um, Barry is uh, doing horror podcasts over on Talk and Stalk. Um, 
on uh, YouTube, so have a look out for that. He's got two, well, two episodes, one of them is in two parts, and then there's another episode as well, so you can look out for that. Uh, I'm streaming on Twitch sometimes as well, so you can follow me on there, streaming some Ghost of Tsushima and Last of Us Part 2. Uh, so have a look out for that. Uh, other ways you can support us, word of mouth, you can uh, simply tell people that you know about the website and your iTunes feed, social media, share all of that stuff on uh, Facebook and Twitter, and if you can, in different Facebook groups. Uh, Let's Play Sundays is on a bit of a hiatus at the moment, but there is 50 episodes that you can go and have a look out for. And that's everything. Thank you all very much for listening. I'll see you for, I guess, Europa League at some point soon. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. Goodbye.